This episode of the Data Protection and Privacy podcast is brought to you by The Trust Bridge, www.thetrustbridge.co.uk. Today's offer, try one of our accredited courses for £1. Go to www.thetrustbridge.co.uk forward slash 2020 training. This episode of the Data Privacy Protection Podcast is brought to you by ADPP, the arena for data protection professionals. Visit www.digitalarena.co and join us to get access to member benefits and entry to our networking events. Today's offer, save 25% on annual membership using the code LIA25. The price will be £112.50 instead of £150 for annual membership. www.digitalarena.co Hi, this is David Clark, and I'm talking to Jen House today. Um, Jen, really pleased you could drop in. Um, I was wondering if I could ask you, yeah, how did you get into GDPR, data protection, and, and what are you doing at the moment? I know you've got loads of initiatives. <laughs> lots, lots of initiatives. Hi, David. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm Jen. Um, I'm from a company called OnTrack GDPR. Um, I have been helping small businesses with their GDPR compliance since about 2017. Um, but historically, I'm not a GDPR consultant. I'm a small business manager or director. Um, and when I found out about GDPR, I was running a software company based in Essex and it had about 20 staff and, you know, the new law was going to be life changing for us. And I was facing head on the issue that all SMEs still face now, which is, you know, how do we do the right thing? How do we comply um, protect ourselves, um, but in a practical way, you know, and in an affordable way? And at the time, I felt that I had one of two options, and that was to pay top dollar and get consultant help, um, which I didn't think was going to be the silver bullet that we needed for a number of reasons, or we were going to attempt to DIY it. And there was only mm -hmm. one person who was going to be able to do that, not because of competency, but because of knowledge about the business, and that was me as MD. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that was still going to have um, a cost implication. Now... I really wanted to do something about this and having run a software company, you know, for I think seven or eight years before that, I just saw that the industry was was ripe to be modernized, basically, and to find mm -hmm. a solution that met SMEs somewhere in the middle. So I came, I, I sort of set down a compliance action plan for them. And I came out and I set up the consultancy part of the business, which is Smarter Data. And what I didn't want to do was make uh, the mistake that a lot of tech providers do make, which is to move into industries that they don't understand. So I decided I was going to get my hands dirty, work as a consultant, get experience outside of the business that I'd worked in. I did that for two years. I developed an approach um, and outcomes for, for working with SMEs. And I've got SMEs on support contracts. Uh, and after a while, I realized that I had an idea for what the software needed to do and what this modern package oh, needed to do. And that's when OnTrack was born. And in all openness, we actually only launched the software, I think now, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, um, yeah. At PrivSec. But the response has just been mind-blowing to the message um, that we're putting out. 
And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about actually today, David, is I was a bit wary coming into the industry um, with my grand plans. I mm-hmm. thought that uh, the incumbents, you know, the experienced consultants would perhaps be very wary of me, of what we were trying to do. Um, and at PrivSec, I had the privilege of meeting lots and lots of consultants and explaining what we were doing. And it's just been so refreshing to see how many consultants are actually, well, how do we get on board with this new way of working? Fantastic. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely. In the same way. And that's been really eye-opening for me. Um, wow. It's brilliant because it's solving a complex problem that it what? doesn't get easier, does it? And we've it had loads of discussions easier. about that. Yeah. No. And so what was then great was I sat, I spent a long time talking to other consultants about the issues they'd faced. And I was able to empathize with those, having run smarter data for the, mm. the last two years. Um, and then I started to realize maybe we could really add some value here, you know, um, and bring consultants, existing consultants and SMEs sort of closer together. Uh, and so we went off and um, a sort of work contact that I've got, a, a lady called Claire, we decided to set up this, this free training challenge, if you like, um, to help consultants use our platform to, to reach SMEs and to provide these better services that we have in mind. So this challenge is what, for data privacy consultants That's and freelancers? Exactly Anybody, anybody who is selling services to SMEs or plans to sell services to SMEs, GDPR compliance services, you know, with the view of getting that SME protected from enforcement action and fines, you know, and what we're trying to say is essentially, yeah, traditional compliance services don't suit the SME market. Yeah, you know, yeah, That's it's, it's why a difficult market. Buying. Yeah, they're not I, I know, buying. and and I know one of the things we've we've talked about before. Um, and you, I know you've got a particular definition of what an SME is in terms mm. of managing for data protection and GDPR. Mm. Yeah, so when it comes to SMEs, there's such a broad group as well. And this sort of touches on some work that, David, we've been doing elsewhere with this UK SME code of conduct that we want to get around, which we'll talk about perhaps a bit more in a second. You know, SMEs are not to 250 employees and they spread across all different industry. It really is you know, a mistake to try and band them all in the same group uh, and treat them all in the same way. The mindset of a 10-person company is so Mm. different to the mindset of a 200-person company. Now, 99% of all SMEs sit in the 0 to 50 bracket, okay? Wow. Yeah, so, you know... Massive market as well, isn't it? It really is. You know, now, I try and niche down as much as possible and that's what one of the things that we'll be talking to consultants about you hear this big headline figure of 5.9 million small businesses okay but i think over 70 percent of those are one on that not or one employee okay so i think even for us at on track (laughs) providing support to uh freelancers and sole traders is a really difficult thing and that's where the code of conduct comes in yes yes yeah I think for consultants that are trying to sell the services, even the services that on track is put together, you're looking really at sort of between five and 50 employees. And that's the mindset that you need to get into. Um, and the way they make their spending decisions is so different. So, so different. Absolutely. And what they expect for, for what they spend is very different. Um, I've actually got a couple of examples if you're, you're sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, the other question I was going to ask you is, you know, what's the kind of enthusiasm from SMEs to deal with this? Is it is it is that a tough thing as well to overcome or oh, yeah. or actually what you've got this the problem for me is there's so many different things at play. 
Um, and, and this is why it's never going to be a very quick and easy sell to the SME. There's like quite a few things we need to get over. First of all, most SME owners do want to do the right thing. They just don't do the right thing if it's too complicated yeah, or too costly, yeah. you know? Yeah. The second thing to understand is that this is just the unknown to them. Unless they're in an industry that already has them talking about data, this is just so left field. They just don't understand it. Now, when people don't understand things that are going to cost them money or time, they consider it a threat and they become very defensive. And when people become defensive, they don't actually kind of think straight, as it were. Yeah, of course. And so all of that then plays into a very difficult uh, process between the consultant and the SME. And if at the end of that conversation, you're then trying to sell them a two or three thousand pound gap analysis, and that SME knows that at the end, they're just going to get a document of more mm. information that they don't understand, they'll actually get angry about that. Yeah, they will, yeah, yeah. you know, they get resentful and immediately your trust bond is broken. Okay. So, you know, from my point of view, uh, the other thing is, you know, you have consultants who are trying to develop services to reach SMEs, right? But they're a canny crew. So mm. one of the things that we see quite often is people putting out help desk support for sort of 50 pounds a month, right? Sure. And, and the thinking is there, right? Because they're making it affordable. 50 pounds is affordable for everybody. But the SME mindset is, I can get your phone number off your website and call you up if I've got an issue. I don't need to, I don't need to pay yeah. for months yeah, for yeah, the privilege. Yeah. Yes, so, yeah. However, well, you know, you've got to flip that, and I want to be a bit more positive, that SMEs will spend money, and they will spend hundreds of pounds, yeah, you know, yeah. accountancy packages. Absolutely, accountancy they're already spending money on compliance, effectively. Yeah. yeah, but what's different? What's different is they're, they're actually delivering value. They're actually making the difference. They're filing the end of year accounts or the insurance will pay out if something goes wrong at the office. But yeah. gap analysis won't. So, so, you know, they know they're not solving the issue. They know they're carrying the risk of a breach. But to them, spending £3,000 on mm. the gap analysis is kind of manifesting that risk. That, yes. You know, losing £3,000, two or £3,000 is just as damaging to them. So, you know, what I've tried to do is come up with an approach, you know, oh, sorry, I'm going to take a step back there. My other issue with the way that we work with SMEs is that we expect to be able to teach them everything about GDPR, everything about compliance, you know, in a single sitting or in a single report. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. a completely unreasonable yeah, yeah, expectation. Yeah. Sets us all up to fail. Yeah, absolutely. So I really... And I know it's hard for people to do this, and it was hard for me to do this too, but we need to step back from this idea of perfect compliance because, you know, lots of other consultants will agree with me when we say, you know, it's not a black or white thing. You know, it's this, it's this movable thing. So actually, if we can break it down into more manageable steps, if we can make sure that the SME money and, and time investment is going directly into things that are going to protect them in the event of a breach, then you're going to have a much better, uh, yeah. you know, journey. A, it's selling Makes it, sense. but you're going to have a better relationship with them too. Makes and sense. the irony of it all is, is you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to let go of those, you know, nice sums of money as a business when you come in for your report. And I know mm. all consultants, they work hard on those reports and they do deliver value, you know. Um, 
But if instead you could get that same amount of money, but broken down into monthly subscriptions and, you know, you could take a, a sort of more methodical approach and mm. get them involved in managing their own compliance, the culture change is um, unbelievable. Yeah, and which is the big thing. Support, yeah. Yeah. And one of my support clients has been on for two, two and a half years now. Wow. You know? That's fantastic. Between us, you know, but we're well, not between us because we're on a podcast, £249 a month. Yeah. And there are some months that go by where I, I don't need to do anything additional for them. But then there are months that go by where something comes up. They might be feeling yeah, yeah, a fair more, amount to do. You know, they might yeah, need yeah. more training or whatever we might be doing a yeah, review. Yeah. And of course, the trust bond is so strong now that um, the upsell comes without any issue. Yeah. You know, fantastic. Yeah. So, I, you know, I believe very strongly in what we've done, and I'm totally blown away that consultants, that great. consultants are so open to looking at this new way of working. Wow. Mm. So, yeah, you were saying you had some examples. I don't know if you right. wanted yeah. to. Well, so the gap analysis yeah. is one, yeah. okay? From a consultant point of view, you're, you're, you know, delivering the best service, and I'm sure most consultants have done the same thing as me, which is they always spend twice as long delivering a report than they should do. <laughs> it's never as profitable as they want it to be. So yeah, of course. So they've delivered all of this value. Yeah. But from an SME point of view, they've got this report. That's not a solution. It's just more information to find a solution. And if a breach yes. happens the next day, that report is not going to mitigate it's not going anything, to help anything, really. Yeah. Um, likewise, with the help desk, we, we talked about that. So instead, what, um, what I propose to do, hopefully with training up front, is that they pay a monthly amount, okay? And in the on-track service, it includes the software platform, uh, template documents policies procedures and what have you um, and then your help desk support now the idea is that they diy as much of their compliance as they can as they um, can but then yeah. they have that fallback with us and we also avoid things like um the template approach to policies and procedures of course yeah yeah yeah, because what OnTrack does is it actually provides a framework for compliance. Mm -hmm. So, for example, your data protection policy will refer to the existence of a data register where all the company's authorised processing activity is, where it's got yes, yeah, yeah. records of processing activities. Of right? course, yeah. So it actually talks to the team about how you deliver, you know, um, against data protection in the business, you know, and also makes your training provision stronger, because instead mm -hmm. of just teaching them about articles and recitals, you're talking about how you deliver that function in Absolutely. their specific business. So on top of that, we come back to the help desk because the help desk is a good provision. But where it adds extra value is where they're working to a framework that you've written so you understand. Of course. They're using a platform. Their data um, is in. You can... I, we as the help desk can see the policies and procedures they've got in place when they were last updated. We can see the audit history for everything. So if someone calls our help desk for support, we can hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah. And they don't need they don't need to invest any time or money kind of bringing us up to speed unless it's like a very specific breach. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing that we do is that we um, we tie down our additional support costs outside of the monthly allowance so that if they do end up in a difficult time and they want us to represent them in a breach or something like that, they know exactly what it's going to cost them and they know exactly Excellent. how they're going to be billed and charged. So yeah, yeah. And I come back to the point. You That's know, you amazing. Can't, yeah, well, you can't insure against the fines. So yes. 
for me, when I'm thinking, how do I add value to SMEs, meet them in their pain point, it's really, it's about being there when a breach happens, because I think we all know eventually a breach will happen at some point. Yeah, um, yeah. What can sit between our customer and the ICO to mitigate the impact of that? You know, and ultimately, it is of only course. things like a data register, a data breach, yeah, log, risk registers, policies. all that ma managing, yeah, yeah accountability. So, yeah. Consultants and SMEs stop spending time and money on anything outside of that and go straight yeah. to the pain point. Go straight to teaching them what a data register is. Show them how to enter one into the log. Show them how to make that process in law. Yeah. And it might yeah. take them a couple of weeks to get their head around that, and they might not yet say. But they've actually done something proactive from almost exactly. day one, rather so from than that day, here's the gap. What happens next? Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. fantastic. Mitigating. Um, now, retention periods are a good one. I, you know, I can often get SMEs to do a lot of stuff um, around the collection of data, and of then getting them to commit to, you know, retention periods and stuff yeah, is difficult. Is but what's really interesting. Is when SMEs have gone through a certain amount, they and yeah. they've got that out the way. They've got the brain space to then think about. Data, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I'm, you know, so it just, I suppose, without wanting to sound patronising, baby steps is the way forward, and just making sure that every pound they spend, every and you give them a good foundation as well, exactly. and and it's a solid foundation that you know puts them in good yeah. stead for years to come, doesn't it? Because if you follow that, you're there. Exactly. You know, you've got something to build off. Right, and from the from the consultant's point of view, um, and this, you know, we've reacted pretty quickly to this from Privset. This is the beauty of being a staff. <laughs> yeah. um, my um, my offer to my customers is basic. It's two hundred and forty nine pounds a month. You have the, yeah. the software to manage your records. That's the core of being able to prove accountability. Yeah, and um, you have the help desk support. You have the documents, right? So what yeah. I've said to other <laughs> consultants is. I'll remove the help desk support. I'll remove our documents. You can provide your own yeah. and use the platform. I'm going to charge a license fee of £149 per business account. And then they add their support costs and their document costs on top. Wow. And with our challenge, what we're going to do, I've brought my, my work friend, Claire, copywriting Claire on board. She's a, a B2B saleswoman as well. Wow. Um, so the first day is all around, look, what are you doing now? And what's the response you're getting right now? Yeah. And yeah. what are your income goals as a business? The GDPR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Day two is then trying to help them empathize with SMEs and see where we're coming from a bit more. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. The next day is then, look, how do we get the two together? Because as much as they deserve good compliance services, you we all deserve to make a living. We all work hard. We all want to provide a good service, you know. Um, and then the last two days are really about defining a new offer, mobilising it and getting it to market. And, and Claire's going to be arming our attendees with sales emails and uh, social oh, media posts that they can, yeah. they can put up. And, of course, we're on hand for support if anything's needed. Um, and I've also geared it up, again, because our consultants, our customers, are also small businesses, that they don't pay anything to on-track GDPR until they're generating money out of their customers. So it's completely de-risked. Wow, that is an amazing deal. You've got, well, they're, they're small businesses as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. No, thank you so much, Jen. This yeah. is absolutely amazing. So um, what would you kind of recommend, um, you know, next steps for um, a GDPR privacy professional who's 
deals with the SME market? What should they do? For, should they get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to talk to you? Whether they need prepared? Yeah, right. So on the 9th of March for the week, we're running a five-day challenge and it's completely free. And that's what I've just referred to in, in what I was talking about. Um, there's no obligation to buy on track at the end of it. But if you if you get on board, you will learn something about, you know, selling compliance services to the SME market and why it might not be working. And, you know, if you're on board, then you might be able to find a new way to deliver services to market and, you know, generate monthly, steady monthly income doing it. Um, you you know, going back to SMEs, because they really are my core, you know, I, I am mm. very committed to helping consultants now. But when it comes to SMEs, one of the things that I find is really useful um, in getting them, you've got to, the first thing you need to do is get them thinking about it differently. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the trick I use for that is I say data has a value in the same way that cash does. Now, how, you know, how far would you let your money, your cash go unmanaged in your business? True. Good when point. you collect yeah, yeah. cash, what safeguards do you have around Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. Where you store your cash, what safeguards do you have around it? Would yeah, you yeah. let someone who was unqualified or untrained handle your finances? Or who you didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You recognize that you've got uh, the strategic management of finances where you've got to have representation on SMT or at director mm. level. Yeah. But then you've also got a bookkeeper. Right. And then I kind of I, down the line, I'm able to eventually get them to the point where I'm like on track GDPR is essentially uh, what zero is to bookkeeping. But for data. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard learning curve for people at the moment, but I think that's something that will become, that's the way it's going to be in the future, great. basically. Well, that was really great. Thank you so much, Jen, yeah, for all of that. You. So kind of a couple more things. What yeah. if I'm a GDPR professional and unfortunately I can't make it for the 9th of March? What do I do then? Just in case this podcast is still going around after the 9th of March. Absolutely. Email me directly. Jen at ontrackgdpr.com. Um, but what I will say is that Claire and I, we've actually had a really good response. We've had 10 signups in less than a week. Uh, we're wow. really excited about running it because it's obviously the first time that yeah. we've run it. Um, but we will be running it again in June. Oh, amazing. So, so there, will it, be... it, there is light for there people is light who can't make it. If you can't make it in March, absolutely. <laughs> Great. Well, you so much and for all your insights jen absolutely oh, amazing thank you david thank you cheers on track gdpr is happy to sponsor data protection privacy podcast please join our five-day challenge by visiting ontrackgdpr.com